Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. MyTalk 107.1, streaming at MyTalk1071.com, also on the MyTalk app. So many places coming close to a holiday weekend, like you guys just said. Holly, I can't wait I for the three days off. And I'm sure you feel the same way, and I know you do, Julia. Yeah, I didn't even realize it was Memorial Day weekend until, like, Tuesday. Yeah, oh, it kind of feels, oh, like, date-wise early. It does yeah. feel like a week earlier than usual. But, I mean, I am ready for a three-day weekend. This is actually the uh, the longest I've ever worked without taking any time off. Ditto. Oh. Ditto. It was since March. I know. Did we take Friday, March 1st off or something? That yeah, is, like the fourth, because we yeah. went to Vegas. That's the last time. Yeah, and we're like, I'm very diligent about spring cleaning and vacation time for myself. Say, I get a, yeah. You know, you're not as good as I am, but we have the same amount of time. But uh, no, I'm just like really excited to have three whole mm-hmm. days off and um, not have to worry about anything. Right. Except for... Having fun. Or whatever well, you want to do. The, the normal stuff that I'm worried about, but I just it will be staying in the bubble of my house in the I area. Lori, you you probably haven't. You barely left your zip code. Julia, that is so true. Mm-hmm. Okay, I just have to ask. I know you didn't watch the story because you were watching an amazing oh. documentary, and we're going to talk to the director at 4.30. Bridge. Oh, bridge. About the 35W. Oh, so good. Holly, did you watch your weekly treat last night? The penultimate episode on Mrs. America? I'm a little behind. Oh. I did not, but I eagerly await it. It was epic. Now I'm ready to and give Sarah is- Paulson a documentary. So this is the um, the woman who created the show, she got her, not her start, but she was one of the writers under Matthew Weiner on Mad Men. Oh. Her name is Darvey Waller, I think. Okay. And so she created the show, and it's loosely based on, there's historical fact in it, and then there's a creative license, but it is about the passing, getting the ERA pass, Phyllis Shafley. In the 70s. In the 70s, Gloria Steinem, Bella Abzug. There's just amazing acting in it, but Sarah Paulson... Who does she play? She kind of plays an amalgamum character. Um, but anyway, it's it was the penultimate episode, and they're gather they've gathered in Houston at the National Women's Conference, which was the first of its kind and a bipartisan thing. And Bella Abzug, you know, put it together. But um 
it 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 all takes place at the Houston Convention, and it just is so clever, so good, so it's just it's just a I need to watch this again. I only watched one show, and Casey and likes it loves on it. like what. It's Hulu? on Hulu. It is. Okay, Hulu. Yeah, it's on Hulu. So there's only one more episode. I thought last night's episode was the last, and I was so excited. I tweeted at Darby to let her know. The director? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, that you, know, you love it? Yes, and she liked it. Julia. Did she? Yay. So I just had a, oh. a, a Twitter high for like a second, but it really, it really is just a great show with just standout performances and really just the... You know, the clothes, the music, the story, you know, just like how things were for women. And yeah, it's just really, really good. You've been loving that. And I, I kind of like, do you like just getting a taste of it once a week? I agree with Holly that yeah. there are sometimes it's enjoyable to have a show that's a weekly treat. I think yeah. you call it, Holly. Yes, it is a little weekly treat. It's nice to watch this one in this way. And when there's so much going on in one episode, like Game of Thrones was that, that, that way. way. It was a great weekly treat. Because I be couldn't have handled back, 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 you know, because, wow, there's so much going on. So you can absorb it. And so and there's a lot going on in this. And I feel that way about the housewives, you know. I oh, mean, oh my gosh, if there were more than one, I don't know what I'd do. He, Casey's like, he's like, so we watch Mrs. America because he's into it like I am. I'm like, this is our Mrs. You know, we got to watch the show. Right. And we'd already danced earlier in the evening, if you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, he is like 9 30 and the show's over. And he goes, I suppose you got to watch a housewife show. And I go, that's another weekly treat on Wednesday and Thursday. Yep. Because I don't know that I would want to watch. Oh, never. And, you know, like a binging, like 10 of those. No. They would just bleed together. Yeah. No, and the, and the complaining would, and the yelling would get to you and the crying. Julia, I have a question for you. Because <laughs> okay. I know we can't ask Holly this because she does not watch The mm-hmm, Housewives. No. But um, I am having a hard time following all the reasons that Kyle Richards is angry and crying at uh, the last at various dinner parties like the last four episodes of Beverly Hills. He's driving Housewives. me crazy. Here's the weirdest thing about that show is that um you know these are women that were thrown together. Some of them knew each other beforehand, but not all of them, but there's this weirdness because Kyle and Teddy Mellencamp have this Really but, close, but Kyle has cried about she dumb cries about, things for the last four weeks. I think she's going through perimenopause. Do you think that's it? When I, you cry, you cry. You're irrational. You don't think she, right. She, you oh. absolutely don't think right. My mm-hmm. head was on someone else's body. All right, for a good two and a half years. <sighs> I mean, it is a time you look back and think, "Who am I?" Yeah, because it feels like she's. Um, She's wanting deference from all the ladies because she got rid of Lisa Vanderpump and she's just annoyed with everything. And she's equating honesty with the green with her and dishonesty if you disagree with her. She must have been getting a lot of pushback because really four weeks in a row of watching somebody cry for no reason. She tweeted like, I don't know, 17 times last night. So I think there were a lot of people just like. Get over it. Get over yourself. And it is weird. So, like, in a friendship, you think, okay, I took the bullet for that one. I stood up for you in Dog Gate, mm-hmm. you know, Dorit. I stood up with you and whoever else was involved with that. You have, and she's like, I demand loyalty from you now. Yeah. And Dorit's like, you chose to do that. Ah, oh, Dorit. Dorit and designing one room in a Buca de Pepo. 
and Sherman Oaks. She's like, I'm off on a new career. No, she, I mean, she cracks so... me. She cracks me up though because her husband PK, PK, and who is no Julia, it's PK, PK, and he's Boy George's him. manager. And we don't know what other sketchy things he does, but I love how she's always whispering, PK, don't say too much about that. I, I kind of dig her. No, I know. Her fashion. I mean, the, the pajamas the, that she wore last the, night, the Gucci pajamas. That she wore to a dinner party. And Erica Jane and Lisa Rinna wearing the same super short, kind of homely pink uh, house coat dress. Remember those house coat dresses that we used to wear, Lori? But with the broad shoulder and the nipped yeah. in waist, and then they come out like a bell. You do kind of look like a bell bottom, if you know what I'm saying. No, they're stra- they were straighter. It was like wearing a long double-breasted suit jacket yes but it flared yeah. out at the hips and don't the... you remember wearing these oh, those were so hard to sit in and they would ride up so high <laughs> your undies would show i mean these were what we'd wear as suits as dresses they were a oh. thing for a minute <laughs> it's kind of fun seeing them it's kind of fun see i just love the fashion yeah and i will just share this this i've been meaning to she was on uh, with seth myers last week promoting her Quibi show. I just love Nicole Richie. Yes. I don't know what the hell her Quibi show is. I'm not going to watch it. Um, we're, we're not doing Quibi yet. Yeah, I think it's called Nikki Fresh. Yes, it is. Is what her show is called. But I just like her. And uh, But she told Seth Meyers, because of course, one of the standard questions to guests that come on people's show, what are you binge watching? Or, you know, sure. what are you watching? And she does binge watch with her husband, she told Seth. But she said, I have a binge watching role. If you watch a whole season of something, you have to wait a day until you, at least one day before you start the next season. That's her rule. That's her rule. Okay. Kind of a good one, probably. Yeah. Like a mind palate cleanser. Well, it's like, so we get up and do something else and live life for a second. We've got kids, you know. Right. All right. Listen, um, we get back. It's our story we can't get enough of, and it involves a friend of ours. We'll be right back. Hang on a sec. Let me get mad at you. It's that time of the week. Time for... It's Matt Belanger. 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 Is that it? It's Matt Belanger. No. Belanger. Want to try again? It's Matt Belanger. Juliet, that's not even how you pronounce Bazinga. It's It's Matt Belanger. Don't listen to them. It's Matt Belanger. It's Matt Belanger. 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 It's Matt Belanger. Matt, oh. is it really you? <laughs> it's me. I'm back. Oh, Matt Blender, oh. anchor from uh, KSTP Channel 5 Eyewitness News. And we didn't see you for weeks because we were doing the COVID updates with yes. Paul Folger yes, and you yes, were working yes. morning. And then last, was it just last week? That it was you- last Tuesday. Please share with everybody this story. Yeah, guys, it, it feels so good to be back. Today is yeah. my first day back on the air. And uh, for those of you who don't know already, uh, it has got a lot of publicity, though, but uh, um, I was assaulted while I was waiting for the train uh, to come into work last Tuesday morning. It was 9 o'clock in the morning. Uh, Sun was up, birds chirping, and uh, I walked by a man who I do not know, and we didn't exchange any words, but uh, for whatever reason, that man decided that I 
looked gay, he told police, mm-hmm. and he decided to throw an object at me. We still don't really know what it was. Uh, it was hard, I can tell you. It felt like a rock, and it uh, hit me just right in my left eye, Ugh. and uh, it did some serious damage, and I'm I'm happy to report that I'm um, 75% of the way there in my healing. I've got about 25% to go. My left uh, eye is still a little bit blurry. Doctors have assured me that I'm on the right track. They just got to watch. You know, eyes are sensitive. They got to watch things like pressure and all that, but uh, oh my God. This should be, this it should be. Should be a full recovery, which I, I, yeah, tell me about it. (laughs) I I know. I mean, we were just like in shock when we heard this last week that this happened. And I mean, you could have lost your damn eye. I know. And I'll have, regardless of if I have a full recovery per se, I'll have a lifelong uh, higher risk in that left eye for other complications like a cataract or a glaucoma situation. So I'll always have to be checked more regularly by doctors for that. Um, But, um, yeah, the Metro Transit Police, I can't thank them enough. They responded quickly. Mm-hmm. I was able to give them a description of the suspect. Uh, they made an arrest before I was released from the hospital, believe it or Isn't not. Isn't that amazing? And and I credit that security cameras that are on the train platform there right. in yeah. downtown Minneapolis. It was the Nicollet Mall station. And um, he is still in custody and the court, you know, is doing its thing with my case. But uh, I'm happy to be back at work because I've learned something through this process. I've learned a lot. <laughs> but I've I've learned that I'm not a person who can just sit at home. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> I can. I, I needed to get out of my apartment and come right. back to work, and and I've there. I've got an, an outpouring of support. I can't. I just got a message minutes ago from Brazil. Oh my, oh my god, Brazil! And I have been hearing not only from from uh, Minnesotans, and thank you to everyone who sent me a note. And I've tried to reply to every single person because I've just been told this. You know, for a, about a week, I had to sit still and not move so my eye could heal. So I was on my phone, <laughs> and uh, I, I've learned uh, that there's so much support for me across Minnesota. And I I'm deeply grateful for that. But my story was shared in England and across Canada. My last name is, is very French Canadian, so mm-hmm. Canada picked up on it. And, and then this view, this person from Brazil, I almost call him a viewer, but he's yeah. not. He just heard about my story and felt compelled to send me a message. And I, I, I just want to oh, say nice. that all of that has really given me so much strength. Yeah. To, to, so, to kind of carry on. Yeah. Know? So your 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 last name. Other people do have a hard time with it too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, to my French speaking relatives, I am Mathieu Belanger. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so so beautiful. Leo McLean's trying to get me to say Belanger on TV, oh, wait, but I it. think that sounds a little uppity. So it I'm sounds, it does, but it sounds delicious. <laughs> it sounds yes. like a cheese, and you know uh-huh. we know a Mathieu because <laughs> any of us who watch this show called Into the Night, yes. the co-pilot is Mathieu. Oh, oh, is that how they say Matthew? That's how they say Matthew. Not Hachu. Matthew. Matthew. Oh, we're so glad you're safe. Thank and, you. Um, Thank you. I'm on, I'm on the mend. I'm back. Uh, I'm relieved that there's. It, it doesn't appear there's. I'm going to lose my vision in, in the eye. It was touch and go there. Honestly, it, it, really? could, it could have happened. I mean, when wow. you get internal bleeding in your eye, uh-huh. um, and so it's just. I, and I have to big a shout out to my doctors at Hennepin Healthcare and and here at Hubbard Broadcasting. I mean, they've been phenomenal. They've you know given me the time I needed to heal. I'm, I'm very very grateful. For yeah. Yeah. Now, will you feel comfortable taking public the met? You know, that's the that's the big question. A lot of people have, and I'm is. I don't have a car, and I've, I know I'm you proudly don't. a user of mass transit. And mm-hmm. here's, uh, I'll tell you my my opinion about that is evolving. Uh, okay. And- Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman. 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And uh, I have another thought I want to share before we stop talking about this too. But on that, I-, I think this could have happened anywhere. Yes. And actually, I think I'm lucky that it happened on the train platform mm-hmm. because, uh, again, I wasn't on board a train. It was waiting for the morning train, and I actually was walking by this gentleman when it happened. And, you know, uh, So it was caught on video because the platforms have cameras. And this could have happened on Nicollet Mall. This right. could have happened anywhere sure. downtown. It just so happens that it, it was next to the train. So I, 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 think it, I think for me that's an important differentiation here because it's not the train's fault. Right. <laughs> you know? Uh, and and that's where I'm at, kind of processing through that. But uh, I did get a ride into work today. You did. <laughs> okay. My lovely partner Kyle yeah. took me in today. So, yeah, that's it's going to be a mental hurdle. And and that's the, that's the thing too. And any and by the way, I've also heard from a lot of people who have been attacked, who have have been victims of hate crimes, and uh, and I think a lot of your injury is also mental mm-hmm. and you have to you have to deal with that mm-hmm. you know, and process through my my physical injury is going to heal i think well before uh the ramification mentally of, of what happened and, and kind of right. working through that it's, it's going to change me forever I, yeah I, no know. it's it, that's that's totally true it's yeah. like anyone that when any time that something happens to you and it could be something quote unquote small like uh, you know, your car is broken into even and, a car accident. Yeah, yeah. Car, yeah. you know, it's accident. very. It's just it just shakes up your mm-hmm. whole everything, and we're already it's so sh- shaken up about everything anyway. Yeah. It's, uh, but yeah, to, to be personally attacked, I just can't imagine I, how I, that must have felt for you. I'm a huge believer in making good out yeah. of bad situations, and so I I don't know what it is yet, but okay. I feel like I have a responsibility to make good out of this. Mm-hmm. I think it's a reminder that this kind of hate still exists, and people people still act on these Man, feelings. and it's gone up. I mean, and, and, it has gone up really a lot. Yeah. It's kind of shocking, the statistics. Hate I mean, crimes? Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, people Against, that are Asian yes. are, are getting all kinds of crap, and yeah. people are being horrible to them, mm-hmm. and gay, and, you know, trans... I mean, the list goes on and on. So I, I think there's something to do. I think I think there's an action that I can take, yeah. that I, I have a platform, that I have... A, so, mm-hmm. uh, But I just don't know what that is yet, but uh, just rest assured that I, I'm taking it seriously. <laughs> yeah. And, that, and I, I think I can make some good come out of this. Good. Re- well, then, people certainly know mm-hmm. who you are now, Matt. Well, I mean, they, there they is that They might even be side. able to say my name. I don't know. <laughs> no, we <laughs> no, don't know about that. Don't go that it's far. It's all in print, so don't. they don't... <laughs> Don't go that far. But we're, I've it, missed you, ladies. We a lot. have missed you. I know. It's been like, uh, I feel like two months. Mm hmm. Just At about. Least, yeah. 
Just yeah. about since uh, wow. since the pandemic started, but I'm back, and I, if you if you'll have me, yes, I'd love to come still visit you guys on, th- on Thursday afternoons. Yes, is morning. today Thursday? Today man? happens to be Thursday, okay. my first day back, and that was one of my first thoughts was oh, I gotta go talk to I gotta talk to Lori and Julia, and yeah. and a lot of people have been sending me messages saying that the, you know the, the my talk crowd is amazing. I, mm-hmm. lo- I love my talkers, and and they were reaching out to me as well and and wishing me wishing me well, and uh, I'm there. I'm almost there. One more. I got a checkup at the eye doctor t- uh, tomorrow afternoon after work. And uh, should be good. And do they and, make the teleprompter? Um, <laughs> is it bigger for you? Do they, do, no. do they... <laughs> it's it's funny. My eyes dilated, so the up close stuff is blurry still. Uh, but long distance, I can still see just fine. I get a little headache because of the lights and things, but it's fine. But, but you they know, don't have to adjust the font. No, it's good. And you know, for the people who wanted me to keep the facial hair. I, I kind of wanted to, but I, I felt good to shave, actually. Oh, good. Leah McClain's trying to get me to wear my eye patch. She, she thought I should rock that on the air, looking the like pirate? a pirate. Yeah. And then you can growl. Dice is the lucky ones. We're so glad to have you back. And thanks. And you can watch Matt and Leah. They've got 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock on Channel 5 Eyewitnesses and Channel 45. Thanks, Matt. Say So by Doja Cat, in case you were wondering. I like it. Um, okay, before we get to uh, this story, this just uh, broke about a half hour ago. Joe Biden reads the headline, asks Amy Klobuchar to undergo VP vetting process. Our very own? That Amy Klobuchar. I don't know if other people have been asked, you know, to sure. go through the vetting process, mm-hmm. but uh, that is happening, and that's why Amy Klobuchar is trending on Twitter, Twitter and Got Google it. and everything. So, okay, so I think all that's of that's gonna us, be exciting for her. Well, I mean, yeah. you know, they really like dig up everything on you. I remember when Casey first like brought up the Tara Reid, you know, the Joe Biden, the woman who accused him. Mm-hmm. And the first thing I said to him was, I said, "Do you know what kind of vetting goes on?" Ever since Sarah Palin. <laughs> no, 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 no. But the vetting that goes on for people. Yeah. And imagine for the first potentially black president, you think they're going to make any. Yeah. They're not going to get like somebody, you know, without it. They there's if there's skeletons or there's bad things, sure. they got to unearth it because then you can't be the nominee. Exactly. You got to be out for another reason. But did, I think all three of us. Watch this. I feel like it was a year ago that we watched it. Back to back documentaries came out about the fire festival. Oh, one yes. on Hulu and one on Netflix. Yes. I watched the Netflix. Holly, I watched both. Uh, you, you did. did? Okay. I watched Netflix, and it was fascinatingly great. But one of the things this was the big music music festival, festival the hipster thing. Festival. It was a huge and, disaster. And fire is spelt fry, like fry boots. And it you always, always call me. it the Fry Festival. I do, because it's not like Fry Boots. So Boot enthusiasts gather in the Bahamas. You know what? <laughs> yeah, well, there's been our first lawsuit is settled. GMA has the audio. Oh, right. And uh, let's take a listen. The festival's creator, Billy McFarland, convicted for fraud in the fallout. He's currently serving six years in federal prison and owes over $26 million in restitution. And now, attempts to recover lost money for festival attendees making progress. On Monday, Jenner agreeing to pay $90,000 to the trust. In 2017, she was allegedly paid over a quarter million dollars for this since-deleted Instagram post plugging the party. 
debtors allege in court documents that she did not indicate to the public that she was paid to promote the festival and intentionally led people to believe that her brother-in-law, Kanye West, might be performing, though they say he was not on the roster. It was the language that was used that was misleading as it relates to Kanye West, and it was the failure to indicate that she had been paid for even making the post. This just goes to remind us that uh, Chris Jenner does not always make great business decisions. Well, no, this was still one hundred and sixty thousand dollars in Kendall Jenner's pocket. Y- yes, yes, to I the know. Positive. I-, I know, but it is she's. That's just her name was dragged through yes, this. It both was. of the festivals yes, it was. dragged through it, and it was the whole. You know, and I think you know. I mean, they do a lot of spawn con, the Kardashians. It just feels like that. But that wasn't listed as that. They had her on a beach reading a book, which just made me laugh. I remember when I saw it in the in the document, you're like, I just don't know that I see her reading on the beach. But okay, maybe it was just the way it was so posed and everything. But here's we've got one more cut, because if Kendall Jenner has to pay back 90,000 of the 275 Oh, it was two seventy five. Yeah. She got paid two seventy five. Um, I mean, she's still getting off. Like you yeah. said, she made some money. But here there are other people who are getting sued as well. Court documents allege McFarlane paid over $2.25 million to influencers to promote the festival without indicating that they were being paid for the posts, like supermodels Bella Hadid, Emily Ratajkowski, and Haley Bieber. The settlement that Kendall entered into will probably set a precedent and will cause other celebrities to seek similar settlement deals where they would get to pay less than half of what's paid to them to actually promote the concert. Because they're all being sued. This all went to court. And Kendall Jenner, she specifically referenced the G-O-O-D music family as headliners at the festival, which led so many people to believe that, you know, Kanye West, who is the good music label founder, was okay. going to be there. And she never, um, you know, indicated anything sure. that was And it out was there. just one post that she got paid. She, I think there were like three that she did, but none of them said that they were sponsored kind right. of, not for any, not for any right. of them. I think they all thought this would be easy money. Yes. And they didn't realize that it was going to be blow blowing up in their faces. And, uh, you know, it's too bad she doesn't have to pay it back all of it. But she's paying, mm-hmm. you know, and then the other ones will find out. What Haley they'll Bieber find out all Bella of them will pay back yep. whatever. Maybe it's is that a third. I don't know. What my, I'm not good with the math. No, but maybe a good third. enough. Sure. Huh? <laughs> sure. sure. Good enough. Close <laughs> enough. Mm-hmm. So anyway, just. Um, yeah, well, they, it makes me want to watch the Hulu one too. Now you watched them both, Holly. Is yeah. there is? I don't are have they time the for same? that. I know. I don't know That's if I do either. Done. Been there, done that. Yeah, oh, yeah kind of to Julia's point. Yeah. But if yeah. you're really curious, I actually think the Hulu documentary is the superior one to the Netflix documentary, only because the Netflix one was produced by Jerry Media, the company that was behind the social media strategy. That's why it was so um, soft on that side of the story. Yep, that's why it's soft on that side of the story. Jerry Media kind of does problematic things in the social media world with their bleep Jerry Instagram Mm -hmm. handle where they steal other people's content without tagging them. Now, they have gone and done some things before, but there's just a lot of beef. Okay, so the Hulu one, if you were interested. 
visiting that it feels like that's like rich people's problems from so long ago yeah well it was a whole year ago that that came out and everybody watched it and everyone was talking about it for uh, you know a couple of weeks anyway last may or at least two days at least two days (laughs) exactly exactly so i just uh i took a couple more listens to machine gun kelly's new song bloody valentine should we play it well i will just say this all the entertainment shows, Entertainment Tonight, Access, Extra, they all were just like showing little clips, playing Brian Austin Green's podcast about, you know, he doesn't want anyone being mad at Megan. He doesn't want anyone being mad at Machine Gun Kelly. Right. Just all this stuff. But it was like, it you could tell that there was genuine excitement that something was happening. Sure. It was like last week, all the Mary-Kate. And even this week, there yeah. were some... There's been some Mary Kate, but you and could you, just tell it was a leading story. Okay, so this is his new song. His and new song is called Bloody Valentine, and she's in it and playing the guitar and kind of taping him up with pink duct tape. And right. I don't know if we've got the song to listen to. Is it clean? It's clean. Enough? It is okay. It is clean. It well, is clean. Take me a minute. All right, it's clean. So anyway, but um, you could you saw oh, this is steamy. I can see the chemistry, Julia. I know totally this is happening. It. They're totally doing it. She's prancing around in her underwear. They're in a bed. They kiss. Well, Brian Austin Green and and um, they've been separated since the end of the year. Julia, right? here's the deal. She's gone. She had a thing with Shia LaBeouf. She wants people her age. Maybe she's been with him for a long time. Yeah, he even said we might get back together. Who knows? Right. He seems very like zen that. about it. You I know, like that. Um, any okay, and the so killers. Good. It sounds like the killers, killers a little Green bit. Day. Green I know Day. It. I, I like love it. it. Yeah. It's a great video. But um, they started working together. Megan didn't meet him making this music video. They made a movie called. Midnight in the Switchgrass. Oh, what a name. Okay. And it was being filmed in Costa Rica. So she was gone like in November and December making this movie. Actually, no, later than that because the the movie was halted due to Corona. So she might have gone in January. And that's the reason why she and Bag, Brian Austin Green, because she's been in Costa Rica and then just coming back here and there. Okay. And then the coronavirus happened and then the filming got shut down. And was Machine Gun Kelly on this movie? Yes, he's in the movie. That's how they met. Oh okay. Midnight in the Switch Grass. It's Julia. got it's got Bruce Williams, Willis, Lucas oh, Haas, Emil Hirsch. Mm-hmm. Straight to video then, but But anyway. Sistine Rose Stallone is in it. Sylvester Stallone's daughter. I don't know if we've seen her in anything. I mean, maybe it'll be good, but I just thought I need to see who Machine Gun Kelly is dated. Who has he? Well, let's see. Kate Beckinsale. Yes. Who had dated Machine Gun Kelly's best friend, Pete Davidson. So maybe they didn't really date. They were just spotted. Noah Cyrus was his date at the Grammys 2020, just this past. Oh, yes. Demi Lovato. Yes. He had a thing with Halsey for a while mm-hmm. between GEZ. That's why mm-hmm. I get those two mixed up. He dated Amber Rose for four months back in 2015. And he's dated a couple of models. And he has a 12 year old daughter with some lady named Emma Cannon. He doesn't even look old enough to have a 12 year old. He doesn't. He looks like he's 25, but he's a super tall 25 year old who's really skinny. <laughs> he's taller than 25. He's 30 years old. Is yeah. he? Yeah. yeah. Lori, you just said he's taller than 25. Right. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh my gosh, I should only be like 12 then. I know. So anyway, yeah, so he had a kid at 18. Okay, that's when, okay. Is that the right math? Yep, that is the right math. (laughs) We're just, you know, round. Right. Rounded up or something. Listen, all I know is I always had the youngest parents. There is a burden for having, not a burden, I can't say that, but it's strange when you have teenage parents because when it comes to... It wasn't so noticeable like when we would be overseas on a military base going to base school schooling because there was a lot in my era. There were a lot of, you know, weddings that happened because someone got pregnant right. and then the guy joins the military. And, you know, so there you, Lori, parents tended think to be it, younger. Yeah. Well, when I think your mom, was she 17? Yes. So when you were 17, a senior in high school. Yeah. Your mom was only 34 years old. I know. That is so weird to me. Yes. Yeah, so I can see. And I always had girlfriends that had a crush on my dad yeah, because he had parents... a motorcycle and he wore bell bottoms and Mesh he had sideburns as long as you could wear them in the military, you know, as it far down. You know, they had dance parties and all that kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying? We got to go because we are going to talk to our author. We'll be right back. Everybody, thanks for hanging out with us. We are delighted. We have Dr. Catherine Sharp Landak with us, and she's written the book, The Women with Silver Wings, Inspiring True Story of the Women Air Force Service Pilots of World War II. Hi, Kate. Thanks for being with us. Hi, thanks so much for having me. Oh, my gosh. So we saw uh, the story on your book just last week on CBS This Morning, and um, it just really, it really just, we loved learning about these women and the woman that they had interviewed or that they did the story with Mm -hmm. on CBS. Was that, um, who was that lady again? Nell Bright. Nell Bright. Yeah, she was just uh, so unbelievable. And I was just really then, we got to thinking, who we need to know about the woman who wrote this book and how this book (laughs) happened to be. So tell us that. Well, that's awfully nice. And, and, uh, you know, the women themselves are much more interesting than I am. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But we wouldn't know Uh, about them. Right. Right. Well, I appreciate it. Well, I, you know. I met one of them. I was at an air show, and uh, this is back in 1993, 100 years ago, and and uh, met one of them and had a bachelor's in history and worked at a flight school and had never heard of the WASP, had never heard of these women that did this amazing flying, and decided that was wrong and, and have pretty much spent my life since then learning about them and studying them and getting to know them, Mickey, you know, Nell and I are good friends. And so it's just been, it's been quite a ride to tell their story in as many ways as I can. Okay. And with, you know, I mean, Memorial Day is coming Mm -hmm. up and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I I think you had tweeted this morning, you're like, every woman you meet that was in World War II was a volunteer. Right. And Mm -hmm. um, tell people, you know, who the, what the wasps were, what they did. Yeah, well, I, I think you're right about the vol- every woman veteran ever mm-hmm. in the United States is a volunteer, not just World War II. That's but true. During the war, the the WASP flew uh, every plane the Army Air Forces had. They ferried the planes from factories to the coasts to be put on boats to go overseas. They test flew airplanes that had been repaired or had accidents. They towed targets. 
behind planes that were shot at by gunners on the ground who were learning how to shoot their guns. Uh, they just did every job that needed to be done to train men or to move planes from place to place. And the U.S. Army actually put out the call for women to come and help out while the men were across the street, across the street, across mm-hmm. the pond fighting the war. <laughs> that's that's right. The, the, you know, in September 1942, the Army Air Forces realized that they needed more pilots and they had this pool of potential pilots that they weren't going to use for combat that could do this domestic flying. And so they, they did. They put the call out for women. And how many women total were part of WASPs? Uh, you have 1,102 who earned their wings wow. uh, and and w- did the active duty, but you had 1,830 that went through training. It was uh, a pretty pretty tough course to go through, so not everybody made it. But the number that always fascinates me and from the beginning is that 25,000 women applied Whoa. and wanted to do it. Yeah, which which is a huge number and shows how many women wanted to fly and wanted to fly for their country. What? That's, yeah, that's that's that's, that's just amazing. Kind of amazing. I mean, we were just so taken with. I was so glad that CBS uh, did the the story, mm-hmm. and also, um, you know, like what happened. Like, was it a couple of years that they had service, and then they were just kind of like, just go back to your lives, uh, ladies? Yeah, pretty much. They, you know, they served from September of forty two to December of forty four, and. You know, if you know your World War II history, mm-hmm. the war was still going on, and you know uh, uh, when they were disbanded, and basically the army felt like they had enough male pilots, and you know because we weren't, not as many were dying, and we had uh, the war was going well, and so they said thanks and see ya to, to the women. If you're just joining us, we're talking with Dr. Catherine Sharp Landick. Her book is called The Women, the Women with, with Silver, Silver Wings. Wings, talking about the women who served in the Air Force as pilots during World War II. And, um, you know, one of the things that I'm wondering about is this is just such a powerful book, and we love learning about women's roles in American history mm-hmm. and in just world global history. And in World War II, women have been these just unsung heroes and and we've been reading. We just enjoy reading about it so much. What was the attitude toward of uh, from the men when they came back? Did they get any props for helping out, or were they treated differently, or just go home? Well, I, I think a lot of it depended on the men and what they did. Um, you had a lot of pilots that came back and served on the same bases as the WASP uh, during the war while they were still active duty, and a lot of those guys were happy to let the women do the flying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, they'd flown in combat. They weren't interested in doing this flying. They wanted to sit around and play cards, and and they let the women fly. Uh, so a lot of it was supportive and glad to do it. You have other men who, you know, didn't want to get on a plane with a woman flying. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I survived the war. I'm not going to be flown by a woman across the country and, and die now. Uh, you know, but once the women proved themselves, they, of course, stood down a little bit and, and accepted them. Yeah. So it just depended on case by case. For right. Sure. Yeah. And, and how many uh, of the uh, living, how many people did you interview for your book, The Women with Silver Wings? Uh, I interviewed about 150 of them myself. Wow. Uh, wow. And then and then uh, Texas Women's University is where the WASP archives are held. And their archivists 
interviewed, you know, uh, several hundred as well. So I had access to all of those oral histories, which is really nice too. Yeah. What did it feel like for you? Because you said this is pretty much you've been working yeah, out for hundred yeah. years since nineteen ninety three. What What did it feel like? What does it feel like? You're done. I mean, do you keep going and finding more about this? Or how do you, what do you, you know? I'm sure, because people are loving your book. Your book is amazing. People are loving it. Oh, thank you. And um, what what do you do now, though? Right. This is a good question that my husband keeps asking me. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, I think the truth is there are so many stories that, couldn't be told in a book of this length. Mm-hmm, you know, yeah. you've got to make it a book that people will read. And, and uh, so it's the sharing of the rest of the stories as much as possible on, um, I've got a website that I'm going to have a blog telling those fun little stories uh, and, and putting them into context. And, uh, you know, there's obviously other stories that I've come across, uh, other histories that I, I would like to explore, but, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, I, I made a promise to these women. They've trusted me for a long time to make sure they aren't forgotten. Yeah, that, it's, so I'll, it's I'll incredible. continue to tell their story. Yeah, it's yeah. so good. And and you said I think uh, are there thirty one wasps still living? Is that what it is? Because mm-hmm. yeah. Kay, Kay yeah. Hillbrand, I noticed that you had. Uh, I yeah, figured that she yeah, was... we lost her just just yesterday. So yeah, we're down to thirty one. Thirty one, uh, which is so sad. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I'm glad no. that the women banded together to get recognition for military veteran status. And we're so mm-hmm. grateful that you wrote this book, The Women with Silver Wings, and uh, just you know keep going and keep on keeping on. And I'm sure you're doing some book clubs. And it was wonderful, wonderful to meet to over meet the phone, you. Kate. Well, thanks so much for your interest in helping to share their story. I appreciate you guys. Yeah, thank thank you. you. Thank you. All right, listen, we will be back. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Venture X from Capital One is the travel card for people always asking, Where next? You earn 10x miles on hotels and rental cars and 5x miles on flights booked through Capital One Travel and 2x miles on everything else you buy with Venture X. Plus, receive premium travel benefits like access to over 1,300 airport lounges. The Venture X card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details.